You're listening to Run, Are You Win? Revive Us Now podcast with Steve Gray. As pastor of the Smithton Outpouring and the Kansas City Revival, Steve is a leading voice of revival worldwide. Steve shares his life-changing encounters with God, along with biblical teaching that equips you to experience and lead lasting revival. Come, run with Steve and expect God to revive us now. Well, hello and welcome to another Revive Us Now podcast. I am your host, Steve Gray, and we're going to talk about revival. And we're going to talk about the stoning of Stephen or a little bit of background on Stephen from the book of Acts and how that uh, affects us today and what's stopping revival. I always like to talk about what's causing revival, what could cause a revival, and what's stopping revival. And I, I talk a lot about those things and different ingredients. We'll talk about that today, too. But let me give you a background on Stephen. You know Stephen is the first martyr in the Bible. He was stoned. But there's a reason why Stephen was stoned and why he was the first martyr and not somebody else. Let me give you a background on him. Stephen uh, was what's called a Hellenist uh, Jew. He's a Jew, but he's a Greek-speaking Jew. And Greek-speaking Jews were viewed differently. It was not right, but they were viewed differently than the Hebrew-speaking Jews. So when you see uh, Peter and James and John, they were Hebrew-speaking Jews or Aramaic-speaking uh, Jews uh, with Hebrew background. But they grew up in the Jerusalem culture and the Israel culture. But Stephen uh, was, uh, would be considered kind of like a foreigner moved back. His ancestry, they probably could have been taken away when Babylon, the Babylon, Babylonian Empire came and took them away, and they were taken into exile, and now they've moved back. But they, they are Greek-speaking Jews, and they call them Hellenistic Jews. So we had in the book of Acts, then, if you remember, in that chapter 7, then there was a, a problem because they came and complained, the, Hel- the Hellenistic Greek Jews came and complained that their widows were not getting taken care of. Which means what? The widows of the Aramaic or the the Hebrew-speaking Jews, the ones that grew up in Israel, they were being taken care of. So a little prejudice here, a little breakdown in culture, right? And so the Greek-speaking ones were not getting as much advantage and taken care of. So they raised up Greek-speaking Jews and called them deacons and said, here, you make sure your widows get fed, Okay, and get taken care of. And so that's what Stephen was. So now that explains a little bit when he gets up and starts talking and he really lets uh, them have it. But who's he, who's he talking to? He's talking to Hebrew speaking, the Hebrew rooted Jews whose ancestry was from Israel. And his and Stephen's ancestry is not from Israel. Uh, and so He's going he's gonna to start out, and, and so he's going to prove that he understands Israel. So he starts giving the history of Israel, and, his, and he's right. He does it really well. But then as he goes on, he's going to let them have it and tells them that, you know, they crucified Jesus, the son of the living God, the Messiah. And they might have let, maybe, they might have let somebody else say that to him. Or at least they wouldn't have liked it, but they wouldn't. Have, but they decide, you're not, you're not, kind of. You're not even from here, sort of, right? You're a Greek speaking, and you're going to tell us what we did wrong? And so it really, really infuriated him. And so that's one of the reasons why and uh, that happened. So when he gets down to this and tells him, he all of a sudden speaks to him, and, and uh, he says, however, the Most High does not live, and heaven is his throne. And all of a sudden, he breaks out and says to the Hebrew-speaking Jews who were the leaders— the leaders, 
and high in, cult, high in, their, in their society, and he all of a sudden says to them, you stiff-necked people, right? Well, that's an insult to them, but it's also consider who is saying it. It's the ones that, that the Greeks speaking, and they're like, what? Who are you to talk to us? He says, he says, you are just like, <laughs> you are just like your ancestors. What? No wonder. Are you getting this now? It's just a little history and clues and interesting things. You're just like your ancestors. Well, here's a Greek-speaking Jew whose ancestors were taken off into captivity, and then they moved back into Israel. But the, their ancestors had always lived in Israel. And he's saying, your ancestors, who never left Israel, uh, are stiff-necked people. And he says, you're just like them. And he says, you always resist the Holy Spirit. You always resist the Holy Spirit. And we find that to be true because some of the Greek-speaking ones and the ones that had gone off into exile and come back, some of their hearts were softer and quicker to respond to God. They were Jews, but they, they, you know, they had a little bit different background. And some of them were quicker to respond to God and the miracle. I mean, Stephen, he did miracles and he was among people doing miracles. And some of the Hebrew speaking ones, they, they, were, they were slow and they were critical and they were prideful. And it was some of them that, that were, as we heard and described, you know, they loved money of the Pharisees. They loved money. They loved to be seen. They were in, uh, in, in a compromise with the Romans. And I'm not to saying that the Greek ones were perfect either, but they were different and they were treated different. We see that. And so they were seen as different. And it was like the, the Hebrew speaking one said, well, you can't talk to us that way. And he said to them, was there ever a prophet? Your ancestors, this is a big insult, did not persecute. Well, while their ancestors were persecuting the prophets that God sent, Stephen's ancestors weren't even there. So he, 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 he's like saying, my people weren't even there. We were someplace else. But your ancestors were here resisting the Holy Spirit and persecuting uh, the prophets and killing them. So now you can see, and then you betrayed and murdered you know, the, the, the Messiah. And it was just, he just, and uh, when the members of the Sanhedrin, Hebrew-speaking Sanhedrin. They heard this. They gnashed their teeth and, and got angry, of course. And Stephen, full of the Holy Spirit, looked up to heaven. You know that. And, uh, but they covered their ears. They were so angry, they covered their ears so they couldn't hear him. And they rushed at him and dragged him out to the city and stoned him, you know, and killed him. And so, so uh, we see the difference here. And so there's a difference Sometimes among people, we could call them all Christians. We could call these all Jews. But you know what? Sometimes the upbringing of people, you can stay in your denomination and be stuck in your denomination. And we can figure, you know what? That denomination is stiff-necked. It's never going to change. I've had people tell me, well, I'm just going to, you know, they, would, they, they saw the move of God. We were involved with two of them in the late uh, 2008, 9, 10, 11, and also the late 90s. And they were, they've been, you know, talked about and all that stuff. And people would come from their denominations or their churches or whatever, and they'd see it. 
and they would believe it and they'd feel the pull of God and they knew that their church is not anything. They said, my church is not anything like this. I wish my church would be like that. I wish we had worship. I wish God would move and we'd see the things that you're seeing. But then they'd say, but you know what? Uh, I'm going to go to back to my church and I'm going to, I'm going to bring revival to my church. Well, I don't think I've ever seen it. If the pastor and the leaders of that church or that group or that denomination weren't involved and weren't for it, you know, the move of God, I don't think I ever saw it happen. I might be forgetting somebody. But anyway, uh, they go back and you find out that, that, that if you go back to that group, you'll find out they've probably been stiff necked for how long? They've been stuck for how long? They have no intention of changing. And you can go back and find people that have been in that denomination and their grandparents and their parents and their grandparents and the great grandparents goes all the way back, whatever group, whatever denomination, whatever. And they've never changed. They've never had a move of God. They've never had anything different. God has never come and shaken the place up. They've never fallen on their faces and just cried out for God to come and be live. They just always, they sing, you know, a few songs and they do the offering and they have a sermon and they, and they ask the want, have an altar call for the unsaved to come, but they never have those that have sat there with stiff necks and you find out, you know what? They're just like mom, dad, grandma, grandpa, great grandma, years and years and years of people sitting in that church. They always resist the Holy Spirit, and they're always going to. Do you think that 50 years ago, 100 years ago, that church or that denomination, God didn't try to come in and be as powerful as he was during the days of Stephen when they had miracles and signs and wonders and great things and great revival? Doesn't he want to do that uh, in, in that generation and then the next generation and my generation and your generation? Why not? Why doesn't it happen? Because we get in that flow of just being a stiff-necked people and resisting the Holy Spirit, resisting. And so people become resistant and they, and, they, and, and they don't flow with the Holy Spirit. And we're supposed to resist the devil, resist the devil and he'll, he'll flee. But instead, we start resisting the Holy Spirit and it becomes a habit. It becomes a habit, just church after church service after church service. And, and so all of a sudden we realize that you can be among a group of people that years and years and years and years resist the Holy Spirit. And you can begin to think that's normal. That's church. That's what it's going to be. And you become that you become just like them. You become the hypocrite, you become dull. You become uninterested, just church after church after church service. And you can be part of that group. And become like them. You're just like your stiff necks. You're just like your ancestors. You're just like your forefathers. You're just like grandma and grandpa, great grandpa. You just like them. You just go to church like they, and then you live and you die, and you never saw God move one time where it shook up the whole community, shook up the whole denomination, shook up your, the teenagers were just on their faces crying out for God to do something great among them. You never saw that in your lifetime. But you can be part of another group. Stephen was part of another group. And in his group, his group, God was moving in signs and wonders and miracles. Now, just to show you how, how right this is that there were two different groups. Well, so Stephen gets stoned, and, and uh, 
Then it says a great persecution after that. You know, this is where Saul, who becomes Paul, he's there and he's going to start the persecution going even greater. And it says on that day that Stephen was stoned and was killed, it says a great persecution broke out against the church in Jerusalem. All right, I can take that. So, so a great persecution. And it says everybody scattered. Everybody scattered, which maybe wasn't too bad because now everybody can go out and <laughs> instead of staying in Jerusalem, they can go and preach the gospel in other areas. Not so bad, maybe. They went to Judea and, and Samaria. So, okay, whatever happened. But get this. Everybody scattered throughout there except, okay, so persecution broke out against the church in Jerusalem and all except the apostles were scattered. All except the apostles well, who were the apostles? The apostles were the Hebrew-speaking, rooted, Jerusalem, Israel, believers. And they were like these other people. They didn't have to leave town. See? They were part of the group. Now, I'm not saying they were stiff-necked. Obviously, they weren't. They were great men and women that were part of this group. But that shows you how they were, ex they were still accepted. It was the Greek-speaking people that were rejected, that had to get out of town. And you know, if you study this even further, when Paul went or when Saul went to persecute the church and throw them in prison and bring them back to Jerusalem from Damascus, he was going after the Greeks. He was going after the Greeks. He did not believe that they had the right to start preaching Jesus to the Hebrews. Yeah. Hard to understand in our day, but there was a division there and thought that they were a little less if they were Greek. And so the Greeks were scattered, but it was okay because they had soft hearts. And some of the stiff-necked people were people who were rooted in their group and couldn't get out. Rooted in their group and couldn't get out. So now you understand why. You can miss the move of God. We may need a move of God in our generation, and it could happen in your town, across town, in your country, or around the world, but you could miss it because you're so rooted in a stiff-necked generation, just like your ancestors, you do the same thing. You always resist, 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 and, but you can get out of it. You can get out of it. You call upon God and say, soften my heart, God. Soften my heart. Give me a new heart and a new, uh, fill me with the Holy Spirit and give me a clean, soft heart so I don't miss the next great move of God. Hope you got that today. Till next time. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the Revive Us Now podcast with Steve Gray. Push the subscribe button so you don't miss an episode and spread the word on social media. For more episodes and resources, go to reviveusnowpodcast.com. Until next time, keep on running for revival.